What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Real Talk Podcast, where we talk about stunts, acting, and life in the entertainment business. Hey, guys. Welcome back. What is up? Hope everyone had a nice week. It's been a long week for me. Yeah, it's been going pretty slow. The fuck? I wonder if it's also because it's because since we work like at a tech company, it's like end of quarter shit. Dude, oh my god, today it was crazy. Because yeah. everybody's like scrambling and shit. Do you guys have like... Um, also, we both kind of work in sales too. So it's like... Yeah. Everybody wants our Did numbers you, to be right. Sales in, man. I'm yeah. like, no, man. But thankfully, it'll be over soon. So fuck that shit. You got something coming up this weekend, though, right? Well, it got rescheduled to next no! weekend. I know. Uh, so just to catch you up on our lives, um, I was supposed to shoot a pilot this weekend, um, but. They lost a location, so they're trying to reschedule it for next week. Um, yeah, I can't really say what it's about yet. Ooh. Yeah, it's one of those. Like, one don't, of those. Don't, don't tell anybody. But I like those, though, because yeah. that's when you know it's something big, you know? Yeah, they're, they're going to pay, so that's awesome. Mm-hmm. And then next week, I'm shooting this indie film that's like this film noir. It's called Destination Unknown. It's like this guy who's trying to basically figure out this uh, missing persons report. And um, yeah, shooting that next week for like two days in Lake Arrowhead. So kind of near Big Bear. Okay. Kind of dope. And then after that, going to Mexico to Baja Studios to shoot this Chinese film. And I'm like a boat rescuer. So they're going to be traveling us down through like a shuttle bus or some shit but the pay is decent it's not bad free trip i feel like you have like the look where you can play any role like that you wanted to you know i mean i guess even just like being tall you know (laughs) you know it's funny my manager he sends me out to um he sends me out to like the things it's funny all the auditions that i got from him they're not Asian specific. They're just open ethnicity and they're like truck driver, bodyguard. He really liked my truck driver one. Um, the bodyguard. Um, other henchmen. And it's, but they're all open ethnicity. Nothing for like, oh, guy needs to be 20s or 30s, Asian American male. That's cool to see though. It's cool, but it's like, it, it, it makes it super competitive because now it's like oh, everybody. Yeah. It's literally like everyone for these little like co-star roles. Um, but they move pretty quick and like casting these things. So like recently it was like a Hulu one. And did another one for for Westworld. Obviously I didn't get it, but... <laughs> Westworld is, would be dope. Yeah, yeah. So they're they're starting that now. But yeah, man. And then my, my friend and I, we're going to be shooting another project um, that's comic book related. The one that you and I talked about. We're oh, gonna do like some yeah. Some stunt choreo, fight choreo for some, some of that shit. But um, yeah, got some things going on. And in terms of like personal development, dude, I signed up for, for CrossFit. It's been yeah. awesome. It feels great. I'm trying to like 
get some size, man. So from my point of view, I don't really like. I feel like CrossFit can be dangerous. You know? Yeah, yeah. I was really reluctant and hesitant about it, but my brother does it, and he's like, it's the strongest I've ever felt, and he loved it. Um, but he was just, you know, air to the side of caution. Like, watch out for those gyms that are like very, like egocentric. Oh, so you gotta you gotta pick the right gym. Then. Yeah, yeah. So this gym was cool. Um, it's it's in Santa Monica, called Oak Park CrossFit or something like that. But it was called CrossFit LA, but then they got a new owner, and then um, my coach, she is a Olympian. I think she was on the Olympic team for Sweden for hurdling. So she's super fit, and she understands like the body mechanics. She's been to like multiple uh, Olympics, so she was coaching me on the different lifts. Um, so yeah, it was cool. What I loved about it was I got the the one on one training with her just to make sure I understand the movements that I'm doing the movements correctly. Yeah, all the barbell exercises. Like my favorite exercise right now is uh, the clean. I love doing the clean, and it, it it feels really nice. And once you get the body motion down, it yeah, it definitely opens up a lot of things. Like, start. I I can feel it. Start. Yeah, that works like your whole body. Everything, man. Yeah, like my traps. I can feel it. Um, it started giving me some good like wrist flexibility because you got to like hold the bar up, oh, kind of yeah, like on back. your shoulders, but you are still holding it with your wrist, so your elbows are pointed up and forward. Uh, so it helps out with a lot of the uh, flexibility. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. That's like. Um I mean, that's what I've been doing, too. I was just trying to get back into working out. And yeah, you're going to F45. Yeah, so F45, for those of you who don't know, I think it's only in L.A. right now. I think so. Maybe. Yeah. But it's. But uh, they, have, they have different locations. Right? I saw one in Culver. Mm-hmm. And there's one, like, in Venice. Venice, yeah. Which one you go to? Culver. It's, like, five minutes away, but it's nice. basically just, like, interval training. Yeah. Um, so you're on, you're doing an exercise for, like, 45 seconds you take a 15 second break and yeah. then you go another set you do that three times within like for like 12 12 different exercises mm. and then by the end of it you're just kind of like burned out but um i think what i learned was that like what orange theory does is that they burn you out throughout the whole extra throughout the whole uh class yeah so that even after you're still burning calories um because your body is like trying to recoup and yeah. stuff uh, and then your heart rate is higher so i feel like that's what f45 is doing too like they burn you out really quick within mm-hmm. like 45 minutes and then oh yeah it's tough it's tough class it's not something that you can jump into because i jumped into it and then yeah you were walking like a stiff board the other day man <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so i would recommend like slowly getting back into working out too yeah but that's what I, I mean, like, that's what I've been doing. Um, not really any jobs lately. It's just kind of like staying ready. Yeah, you, you were, I saw you were training with Arnold for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So whenever whenever Arnold Chan kind of hits me up, I, he was the one that kind of gave me my first, like, look at the stunt industry and, like, yeah. um, really kind of trained me. So whenever he calls me, I kind of just go um, just to be there. And you guys train at that gym. What is it? Unbreakable Performance? Yeah, that's a dope gym, man. I think... Like who, The Rock, yeah, Dana the Rock. White. 
uh, Chris Pratt. Yeah, Demi Lovato is there. I think that gym is owned by Jay Glazer, or he's yeah. like one of the owners or something like that. Yeah, yeah, and it's all these, dope. all these like famous guys just go there, and all these like. Wiz Khalifa goes there. Yeah, actually, the uh, my the person that I doubled. Yeah. Um, he trains him for like kickboxing and shit. Oh no yeah. shit. Um. Yeah, it's a dope facility. Yeah, so whenever I go there, I see like some people. Um, I saw, or I think I was training with Ben Saunders. Oh, yeah, to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he was he was just trying to learn from like kicking and stuff because Arnold loves like kicks and taekwondo and shit like yeah. that. So, and then he started teaching us like jujitsu moves and like MMA moves, which is pretty cool. I like seeing Arnold's. Arnold is fast. Yeah, he's 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 fast as shit. He's especially uh, when he was doing the demonstration of like those the eggs. Oh, the the egg the egg weights. Yeah, the egg weights, dude, in the hands. I think that's such a cool idea, and I, I think it. I kind of do the same thing with with like dumbbells. You know, yeah, two pound, three pound dumbbells, where I'm just kind of going through the motions. And shit. Yeah, yeah, those. That's a good idea, and it, it like I feel like it would be like ergonomically easy to hold. Yeah, it kind of makes sense. Yeah, that's dope. Do you do you train with ankle weights, dude? No, I um. I used to when I was really younger, or when I was really young, um, my dad got us ankle weights, and yeah. sometimes we would just run or just like walk with them on. I think they're really bad for your knees, though. That's that's what I've heard. Um, if you're trying to do like anything explosive with it, but I, I feel like they would be good if you're trying to improve your kicks, like if you're doing it slowly. Oh yeah. What do you think? No, I, I because after I take them off, it's kind of just kind of just like um. You can't control your legs. So, like, oh. whenever I would train with ankle weights and then I would run right after taking them off, <laughs> I would just feel like I'm flying and, and I wouldn't control myself. Yeah, it's oh, crazy. interesting. Yeah, I started working out with, uh, like, these bands. I put, like, little, these... They're, oh, the they're resistance like, bands. Yeah, they're hip bands. So, they're not super uh, big, but they're, you know, they're about the size of your hip and they have different resistant levels. Yeah, you but put I it would, on your feet? Yeah, I would put it on my, on my ankles and just kind of do these like exercises where I'll pretend to throw, but I'm just really focusing on getting like the hip yeah, yeah, yeah. and then the leg, like the knee up for the kick to go out. Like stretching your hip flexor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a gym actually I've been wanting to check out because the one in K-Town, it's just like too far. It's freaking far. It's too far. For those of you guys, if you guys live on the west side and you're gonna go to a gym in k-town that sucks yeah it sucks man just prepare for like an hour drive that's why we used to go in the mornings yeah the morning time we went during one morning session right yeah yeah was that a saturday or was it during the day i think it was a weekday where we didn't have work or something yeah man that makes sense because it's easy to get there but I, i found this other like uh muay thai gym that's i think it's on sepulveda Ooh. but they have this thing where they're like try out or, or or weekly classes for like twenty bucks a week or something like that. Ooh, I would be down to do that. I would be so down. So I'm gonna I'm gonna look at that. I'll let you know, man. We'll go. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's just I want it to be close by. Yeah. No, I like I like I like taking classes a lot now. I mean, like if I go to the gym by myself, it's just so hard to like motivate you to like like keep pushing after your like breathing hard already well yeah what i've learned is like for me i need to have and i think for everyone but 
it, it's good to have like a plan. I remember I was I was following this really basic workout plan uh, for for like size. So a lot of these like basic compound like you're doing the bench, the squat, the deadlift. Um, but I figured I, when I was following that, you know, every week for like a couple months, mm-hmm. I noticed to get like some type of difference, some strength. But yeah, I figured that's why I joined CrossFit. I was thinking I want to get stronger. I want to gain some size. So, well, I got to also eat more, which is really hard too. Eating more is a lot. It just takes... Because you have to eat when you're not hungry. Yeah. And you just I, like feel like you're going to throw up. Like I'm telling myself oh, at work, so we have like boiled eggs. Yeah. So this last week, instead of uh, instead of doing my intermittent fasting where, you know, I'll, my first meal will be around like 12 or 1. Mm-hmm. Now I'm just like, I'll go in at around 10 a.m. I'll have like two or three boiled eggs, cup of coffee, and then I'll have lunch. And then I'll have like... Actually, that, that's basically now I fucking have these stupid snacks. Man. Yeah, they dude, fuck the my snacks shit up, kill dude. you. They have fruit by the foot. I was like, no, <laughs> give me these things. I took them home. Yeah, no, mine, mine is my guilty pleasure is chips, dude. I can eat so many chips, man. Dude, what's what's we're, we're lucky because we have like the snack thing going on at work. Yeah, so, I mean, some offices don't even have any like food. Dude, we didn't have that much at yeah at Heal. We had like a little bit, but definitely not a lot. But um, yeah, man, it's are you are you trying to uh, in terms of like your you know your your workout and physical goals? Are you just trying to get back into shape for F forty five? Well, it's just like it's like I feel like for stunts you have to be working harder than anybody else that's in stunts right now too, which is yeah. like. You know, you, you have to be training every day, whether it's, like, physical or, like, mental, you know. Mm-hmm. So, sometimes I would watch, like, fight scenes or, like, shorts that people, like, my colleagues have made and just, like, study them. Yeah. Or just, like, watch, like, old Jackie Chan, like, movies. Yeah. Um, and then just, like, like break down, like, a like a eight count, you know. Yeah. Um, but... I'm not really trying to get anywhere like physically. I mean, maybe like put on some more weight, but mm-hmm. um, no, I'm just trying to be, I'm, I'm trying to create a habit of like just working out or at least like three or four times a week, you know? Do you, do you stretch? I don't. I really need to get into it. But you still have like the kicks. I don't, it's weird because when I was younger, like everybody knew me as the guy with a vertical sidekick. Yeah. And like with full splits. And I feel like right now it's just like muscle memory. Like I just want to kick high, even yeah. though it hurts. Yeah. So I would like, like, like strain a groin or something Dude, while doing careful. kicks. Yeah. So I need to, I need to stretch definitely. Oh, and you're, what are you, 22? Yeah. It's, it's going to go downhill from here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that. No, I'm being serious, man. You got to like really, um, you got to pay attention to that stuff. And also, like, yeah, you know, I, I found out that the older I get, the more important the warm-up exercise is, man. Yeah, no, like, I, I, I felt a little bit. It hasn't hit me yet, but... Dude, I, I have to have, like, a good, solid warm-up where, like, I'm breaking a little bit of a sweat. Yeah. Because, yeah, dude, the older we get, it's just not the same, and we have to really... Because 
I remember one time I went to, this was at the kickboxing gym in K-Town. And we do our warm-up, but um, I don't know, something happened. Or maybe maybe it did happen before the warm-up. Because usually I'd get there a little bit earlier, I hit the bag and throw some kicks and, you know, warm up my way. But sometimes it's like, I want to get there and just kind of relieve some stress on the back. So I'll go a little bit harder without yeah. warming up. And I remember oh. I... I did something to my left groin muscle hamstring area where I couldn't kick high. I, I couldn't kick past or above my hip. And it was fucking hurting for like a couple weeks. Shit. I had to like roll it out and everything. And but yeah, man, those little life lessons are the worst, but it's so important. Yeah. I mean, even I think I used to only stretch for like maybe five or 10 minutes a day. Yeah. And that like helped me get like full splits you know mm-hmm. so even just like five minutes a day i feel like how far are you right now from doing the full splits i'm okay i mean not where i want to be <laughs> for sure but lower than most people yeah yeah or most most guys i think <laughs> yeah probably probably most people too yeah maybe. There, there's a lot of like not so flexible females out there yeah yeah but yeah in terms of like film i'm not, I'm not really like i don't really have anything planned i'm just trying to stay ready and keep networking yeah um i'm trying to redo my demo reel so i hit up my editor and he's gonna try to edit something for me dude yeah i need to do um i need to make an action reel i feel like that's probably pretty important yeah if you have a, if you have an acting reel and an action reel Damn. Yeah. So, but I got to wait for Rage and a Bullet. There's some stuff in there I can use. Yeah, dude. You can use it now. So, we finally got the freaking hard drive, man. Like, it was just like this ordeal where during our fourth episode shoot, the hard drive was with someone else. I'm not going to give you this hard drive. It's like, it just took so long to get, but I'm so happy that we actually got it now. Yeah. Um, So, we can start giving out the footage to our fellow actors and stunt guys. But yeah, I could really use that. Yeah, no, I could too. I feel like like on my website I put like the, the acting reel and then I put some parody videos that I was doing with my friends. Mm-hmm. And I'm just thinking, okay, all I need to do is just put the action reel on there. Yeah. Man, there was this one time during Marco Polo where me and my friend Dan. So after we shot our scene, Dan is also another actor, big dude. Um, he used to do like some amateur pro wrestling shit, but yeah, we joined the stunt team afterwards and then, um, uh, our boss, Brett, he wanted everyone to kind of demonstrate the different background foreground movements with the different weapons. Oh yeah. So we did ours and I felt like it was so good. Like people were like, Ooh, nice. And then I was like thinking, shit, we, we forgot to put this on video. Oh yeah, we had so many uh, videos of like the other big fights that I actually still have on my phone. But wait, were you guys like prevising it or no? Just 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 for just for Brett, just to make sure that because this is when we were getting ready for the big fight scene. Yeah. So during this time, he brought on like an extra twenty to thirty extra stunt guys. Damn. Yeah, yeah, and there were like people from all over. Um. Yeah, and then so he just wanted to make sure that we were practicing, get the moves down, 
So everyone, you know, put the, the moves up. How did how does that coordinator just get like twenty guys to fly out there? You know, dude, man, yeah, hits, that's what's hits hard about international. That's hits what's hard about coordinating is what I find is just like, put, yeah, putting finding in finding available team. people. Yeah, yeah, dude, that's tough. It was mind blowing to see um, just so many different people from different places all together like mm-hmm. working on this thing. Yeah, I had no idea that's what it would. That's what I was walking into in terms of like the stunt world. Yeah, such it's such a cool experience. It's so fun, man. Like you could just you just chill on set and just like fight. Yeah. <laughs> or just like have fun fighting or like being creative. Yeah. That's like my favorite part. I remember my friend Shane, Shane Rangi, he's big guy, like six three. He's done like some stuff on Lord of the Rings and he was doing some mocap for Alita. Yeah. But he was teaching me how to do like the sword movements and um, like some of the weapons for like the bow, the horse, was it the horse cutter or something like that? Horse chopper. I don't know. It's that, that big ass spear, like but then it has a, like a giant blade, like a really heavy blade at the end. I don't know what that is. Yeah. It's, it's really cool. So like, I guess like in, when you're fighting, that's like the super heavy end. And uh, when you swing it around it, there, there's like a lot of force behind it. Huh. Yeah. The horse cutter, horse chopper, or something like that. I don't, I don't, I don't fucking know. remember, man. Someone but, comment that for us, yeah, please. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's horse chopper. <laughs> yeah, man. But it's been good. It's been good, man. It comes in these really weird waves. Uh, it's pilot season, right? Kind yeah. of. Kind of. Like right now, they just cast an Emperor of Malibu, um, which is that uh, Kevin Kwan special sitcom. That's going to be like very, it's, it's focused on an Asian American family. Uh, my manager, Scott, actually, one of his talents just booked one of the lead roles. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's, he's getting pretty big. Like he got someone on Grey's Anatomy, um, Emperor of Malibu, Man of the High Castle. There's someone on there as well. But you know, Scott has like a really big reach like worldwide with different talent from different parts of Asia. Yeah, I remember meeting him. He's he's a really good talker. Yeah, he is. He he can he can he can talk pretty good. But uh yeah, he's managing a lot of people. Managing a lot. Yeah. That's that's basically why I'm trying to put together my demo reel. I need a I need a manager now. Do the do you guys have managers? Well, I feel like I need a commercial manager or commercial Oh, dude, you could just now. fucking take a headshot. Like ask my roommate, take a headshot and just send yeah, it Yeah, I off. need headshots too, actually. Yeah, dude. You got that good Disney look. <laughs> a little Disney guy over here. Oh, I could probably I could probably double some Disney kids right now, actually. Yeah, dude. Hurry up, Jarman. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just some stuff I need to get on. Um, but yeah, that's what's going on with me. Yeah, it's a grind. It's the grind, guys. Yeah, it won't always be booking work and stuff. Sometimes it's, it's you just nice. gotta do some side hustles. You yeah, know? dude, it's. I, I'm I'm coming to that point where, um, the last like few months I did like a lot of free work, and it's like it's it's fun. Yeah, it's I, still fulfilling, but I'm like oh, I just want, it, you know, I, I want you know some type of compensation. I I want to be able to get paid to do it. Obviously, that's like the goal. Um, 
Yeah. I, but, that was like my philosophy before too. When I first moved out here, it's like, I don't care what kind of work I'm going to do. I don't like, I'll just do any free yeah. work. And then now it's kind of just like, okay, now I know what I'm worth in the industry mm-hmm. and like how much I can get paid. And it sounds kind of like weird, but yeah, no, it's true. Cause it's like you, you've done some stunt coordinating fight, stunt yeah. fighting, coordinating. Um, but it's weird. I feel like with some actors too, even though they have been paid like on a lot of projects, mm-hmm. they're still going out for some that are free. But then these are, I feel like these are actors who they're not necessarily getting like those big Hollywood ones. I think they just want to, maybe, maybe their manager is even telling them like to put their face out there too. I, I have no idea. I, I'm just kind of making observations as I'm going to like the audition room and stuff. Um, yeah. I have a couple projects that should be done with production soon. Uh, That's always fun. Yeah, I mean, hopefully, yeah, it sucks because you're at the mercy of like the uh, the post production team and oh yeah, if dude. It, if it doesn't come out good, it's like, what are you gonna do, man? There's like really not much. It's it's a it's almost a crapshoot. Yeah. Um, for the for the one that I coordinated that music video, they they kept pushing it back, and it was supposed to come out, I guess February, but no shit, it's still not out yet. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what happened to it, but there's like no updates on it, and um, also they've never shot action before, so it's like, oh man, is the editing really gonna like be there? Or, I don't know. Did they shoot BTS stuff for you guys? Uh, like photography, but uh, I, there's a good video that you have with with Daniel. You're kind of showing him the moves. Oh yeah. Yeah. That one is good. I think I have that on my phone actually. Yeah, I think it was on your phone because it was vertical. Yeah, but yeah, I think so. But that has a lot of like FaceTime and just like me doing everything. So it's yeah. just like, fuck, I want that, you know? Can you ask and see if you can get like the footage? I could. Um, I mean, they're also just going to post it on YouTube where like all music videos go. Yeah. So you could just. <laughs> well, or just like if they if they were recording some stuff like behind the scenes. Yeah. That'd be cool to have on your reel. Just a little... Yeah, there's a lot of footage cool out there that I need. Like, even even a movie that I did, like, my second second book booked job, I did a movie, a feature. Mm-hmm. And that that's only on Amazon video. Yeah. And I need that, I need that footage, you know? <laughs> yeah, man. You know what I had to do for, for Marco Polo? I was like, I did, like, a screen... Not a screen grab, but it's, like, a screen oh, record. screen record. Yeah. Yeah, but the quality isn't, like, the best, like, in terms of the sound quality. So I have to like, oh, yeah. I have to find a way. Dude, I think I might just buy like the, the Amazon movie. Yeah. But then can you, like, it's not like you can download it or, or do something with it, cut it up. Oh, shit. Yeah, I don't know. Damn. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough, man. But luckily for me on that, one of the student films that I did, um, the guy gave me like all of my footage. Like unedited. Was that part of the? Was it like was copy part of the? No, comp- no, no. He was just really kind enough to just do that. Maybe he understands that like getting these films and these snippets of your of your part um takes a long time. Yeah, it was. It, it, it's like an hour and a half though, which is crazy. Just because one of the things because that was my first time playing a lead role, so I was you know I had to be on set every day, and then. 
Yeah, I'm like wondering why there why is there so much? But yeah. It was uh it was a lead role, so I was like, that's awesome. It's dope. Yeah. The work the work doesn't stop after you film and you have to get the get the footage after. Yeah, that's what we're running into with Rage, man. Like we have two more episodes to shoot. But then me, Daniel, you know, we, we, we talk about this and it's like we don't want to shoot any more stuff right now without getting the the other four stuff. episodes edited and out. Because So was it not is it not edited at all? The first two, there's a um it's a rough cut. It still needs to be color corrected, audio needs to be tweaked. Uh they need to add in some like sound effects for like the fight scenes and then like some of the little explosions and shit, gunfire. Damn. Yeah, it's gonna take it's gonna take some work, man. Uh. So we got all that stuff to add in. But you know, there's a there's the reason why, yeah, it's we were really just waiting to get all the footage so we can edit, is because there's like this I don't know, I feel like there's a trap of putting out or not putting not even putting out work, but just like shooting all the time but then nothing is available yeah like you don't like you shoot it cool and then it's like where's the footage you know that's something that that's that's a pitfall where for you know i feel like a lot for a lot of filmmakers they'll they'll shoot something yeah because if you think about it like how much there's definitely way more people who are shooting than projects being actually produced like finished all the way and put out there and put out there for distribution yeah i was i was on a set where we were shooting maybe like the last scene of the movie and the girl like the editor was on set to already editing which was pretty cool yeah no they'll have that yeah they'll have like the person it's the assistant editor who kind of just like organizes everything and it's going to they, they just start putting everything together as like a super rough it's either the assistant editor or like the actual editor themselves. Mm-hmm. I know it's like the assistant editor organizes, the editor just makes a really rough cut and then from there they just refine it. And then the rough cut is supposed to be like really bad, but it's just putting all the things on there that would make sense and then yeah. kind of cutting it up and even for this podcast, like I, I wouldn't want to shoot I wouldn't want to record another one unless the last one has been like fully edited and like yeah, ready to until go. we put it out, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, dude. It's good. But yeah, that's that's pretty much what we're doing. That's right. But it doesn't stop there, you know. It's super thankful that we're we're able to do what we do. Yeah, we, like, we could be struggling right now. You know, we could yeah, be scrambling for money. It's not bad. It's really not a bad. It's just like now it's just a game of patience. Mm-hmm. You know. And also a little strategy like we have like the capabilities of up, up uploading new headshots and this and that. I don't have to like I'm lucky. I don't have to like shell out hundreds of dollars. Oh yeah. You know. But um yeah. That's what's going on. We'll keep you guys updated. Anything else, Jarman? That's it. I guess I mean if you want to follow us on Instagram, see some really dope vids on um movement artists not in the industry or in the industry, um, follow at Stunt & Co. Um, also, follow at the Josh Han, uh, my co-host. That's me. And me, at Jarman Runes, if you want to follow me. I don't really post that much, but 
Um, I do have some videos on there. <laughs> uh, Most of your time is only on stunt co, really. But yeah, I'm, I'm trying to focus on on stunt. So yeah, we'll have another discussion about social media. But basically, what Jarman did was he took stunt and co, and I remember when it was at like 1,200 followers. Yeah, and now right. he's at. 10,800, 10,900. Yeah. yeah. Thanks to you guys. Thanks for freaking liking it. Yeah. But that's what we're trying to do. We're just trying to put more content out there. Just give you guys tools to like learn from. Um, yeah. And use the videos as, as, as motivation. Cause you'll see these guys. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of work that comes into play and, um, really if you just put in the work. Any, anyone can do it. Yeah. That's it, man. That cool. Um, if you like the episode, please subscribe, rate, um, send us a message if you want to. Thank you to all the listeners that have rated it already, and um, I know it's impacted a lot of people. I've been yeah. getting some messages already, so it's it's that's awesome. It's really good to hear. But yeah, thanks, guys. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>